Bryn Springer! Hey Bryn, have you seen Steel Magnolias? Oh my god, yes, I love that movie. Jonesy, you've seen it, right? Uh-uh. Hey Tony. Yeah. You've seen Dracula, right? Oh, I love that movie. It's so good. Lena, you've seen it. What do you think? Steel Springer! Hey Bryn, have you seen <laughs> Weekend at Bernie's? Jonesy, you have to have seen it. Oh my god! No! No, I haven't. Of course not. You've Nightmare on Elm Street. It's the best. That movie scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. Did it the out of you? I have not seen that one, and I will be praying for all of your souls. It's your film spring, Alina. I haven't seen it. It's showtime! Hola, everybody. All you movie buffs and movie enthusiasts out there. This is... Film Springer. Film Springer. Film Springer. This is a show about all of your favorite movies and your sheltered friend who has never seen them. I'm Tony, and I'm here with. Hey, I'm Bryn. Yeah. And I'm Jonesy, the yes. sheltered friend. <laughs> yes. So this is like our official kind of first episode where this is going to be the first film we we're going to review together and talk about and. This week's film is a cult classic from 1981 that we're super excited to dive into. It is Mommy Dearest. Mommy Dearest. I know. <laughs> we have a lot dearest. of lots. So this film came out in 1981, and I know it's one of my favorites that we had talked about oh, last man. week. Yeah. And I know, Bryn, you, <laughs> you have some <laughs> stories about this film. So what we're going to do on this episode is we're going to dive into me and Bryn's why we love this film so much and what it means to us. And then Miss Jonesy saw the film for the very first time this week. She's never yeah. seen it before. So And I loved, um, so last week we gave Jonesy <laughs> just the movie poster and the name of the movie. That, that's all she had to go off. And you were like, yes, it's a biopic about Joan Collins. Yeah, Joan we're Collins. Like, we're like, exactly. That's who it mm-hmm. is. And I did Google who that was. And I feel like they're kind of the same. Yeah. Different, you know, kind of. decades, yeah. of yeah. course. Yeah. Different, um, you know, kinds of films. Yeah. But kind of the same actress. So Yeah. It's yeah, going to be similar. it's going to be interesting. So we're going to right now we're going to actually play the original trailer oh, of man. the film to uh-huh. get everybody in the mood for Mommy okay. Dearest. So Yay. we're going to play that right now and then we're going to get into the film. I really love this film. I'm so excited for this. I love episode. it so much. It's going to be so good. Yeah. <laughs> we're ready for you, Miss Crawford. To a truly great lady, Miss Joan Crawford. You know what's missing in my life? Come on, you've got everything you want. No, I don't. I want a baby. Out of the question. Don't you dare judge me. We have a moral and legal responsibility. And what you're really doing is denying one of your children the opportunity to live a wonderful and advantaged life. You're a lucky little girl and very expensive. You trust me a lot of favors. Christina, darling, I'm going to make a perfect life for you. Are you having a happy birthday, Christina, darling? This is the best party I ever had. I love you, Mommy Dearest. I love you, Tina, darling. What's wire hangers doing in this closet when I told you no wire hangers ever? $300 dress on a wire hanger. One 
That is the longest trailer. It's such a long trailer. God That's the, it. it's it's the whole movie. I know, pretty much. Oh like my wild. god. <laughs> wild. I know it's so it's so long. So yes, it's the 1981 um, biopic about Joan Crawford based off of Christina Crawford's autobiography by the same name, Mommy Dearest. And the, Mommy Dearest. I know. And the book came out in 1978. And did you know she actually Christina Crawford actually wrote the original screenplay and, and they turned and they it re- down they rejected yes. it they were like no but was it too much was it too harsh yeah uh, well what i read yes that it she it was a lot harsher than what the end product and, was yeah you got to make her yeah. somewhat likable at least to make a story <laughs> and the the book is told from christina's point of view yeah. and yeah. the movie is a very much from joan's point of view yes, because exactly I'm sure the execs were like, no one gives a fuck about you. You're not Joan Crawford. So <laughs> here is what the movie will be yeah. about. And it, was di- and it was directed by Frank Perry. And did you know that um, Christina's husband was a producer on it? And oh, no. Faye Dunaway, who played Joan Crawford in the movie, she demanded that her husband get a producer credit. So he had a voice for her on set. So the director in an interview um, said that he had two husbands like on set all the time, just causing drama pretty much. Oh my. That would drive me crazy. That sounds like a nightmare. Uh, Yeah. And I heard that, (laughs) I heard Faye Dunaway was just awful, like terrible. Yeah. Awful. Did a little bit of that method acting. But um, you know, the actress who plays Carol Ann. Ratanya Alda, she yeah. came out with a autobiography about. She the wrote film. a fucking autobiography about the autobiographical <laughs> movie. No. And Is like that something when... like surviving mommy dearest yeah. or something like yes. that. Yes. <laughs> I, re- I saw that briefly on yeah. social media or not um, on whatever Google. <laughs> Could yeah. you imagine a movie being so impactful in culture that people will buy a book from a tertiary character yes talking about their experience making the movie like wild i, I would know. buy that the little girl actors book about oh, making the movie yeah. <laughs> but young, her as a little girl not her uh, as an young adult christina yeah yes exactly but the film is all about did you all about um joan crawford and her, her kids and how awful of a mother she was. Did you know Joan Crawford actually had four kids? She had a set of twins yeah. that aren't even mentioned in the movie at all. So in the cut, in the recent cut that I saw, so yeah. I think that there are two versions. In the recent cut that I saw, they are in the movie. Oh, at really? The, at the very end. During the funeral When they're scene? in the will reading? No, 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 no. Um, they go to, Christina goes to dinner with them. Oh, Oh, and Joan Crawford at the steakhouse. Yeah, I'll, I have to send you guys the cut. So they did. I think they were cut from the theatrical release of it. Release, but in they did film scenes, and it's them, and they look like the Shining twins grown up. Like that's how they have them styled. They're in like matching bows, and they're like mommy dearest, and they're like sharing a salad at the steakhouse. Joan Crawford <laughs> likes to go to. I have to send you this. So if you if any of you out there have seen it, or maybe this was a fever dream, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure I am pretty sure this is real. So if anyone is out there and you've seen this cut of the movie with the twins in it, please reach out and let yeah. us know that I'm not, I didn't pass, I didn't faint and then <laughs> imagine, imagine this. 
Maybe that's yeah. what inspired Stephen King as he was writing The Shining. The Shining. <laughs> was that was like, scene? I've seen some kids in Hollywood. <laughs> Joan Crawford's a- Oh, there we go. It's the there ghost. I don't know. It's, she's it's the piss we're talking about. It's the about ghost her. of Joan Crawford. Oh, she's shit. like, I don't want any more of this bullshit. Somebody get some sage. Burn some sage. <laughs> I don't want to get hit with a wire hanger tonight. <laughs> I don't, if any, if you, there's anyone that you don't want haunting you, it's fucking Joan Crawford. Right. This movie was so triggering for me. Really? Okay, yeah, so Brent, so I want to yeah. <laughs> start with you. When did you first watch this film? And what has been your connection to this film because last week when we picked the film we both were very excited about this because this was one of my top picks to expose um lena to because she's never seen anything about it so there's so many layers like you know i as you guys get to know me throughout this show you will um maybe hear nuggets of the fact that i have uh, not the best relationship with my mother so i first saw this movie in middle school and I was like very much getting into the like super, super um, theater geek part of my life. And so like, it was like multifaceted. A, it was very triggering. Cause like there are scenes in this where I'm like, my mom has said exactly that to me. And I remember really? thinking like, <laughs> I remember thinking, oh, I am just married to Joan or I'm just, my mom is just Joan Crawford, but we're not rich and, um, or famous or cool. Um, but the other part, was that like I remember Faye Dunaway's performance and just yeah. thinking like acting is ape shit and I love it <laughs> and I want to do it like just because it's so over the top and she commits so hard, hard that I just remember walking away from this movie feeling like triggered and terrible about my upbringing but also like acting is like very much where I belong <laughs> What about what about you, Tony? I remember watching. I remember always hearing about this film, but I didn't watch it till probably my early early twenties. Um, and I just was so in awe of Faye Dunaway because of it's just every gay man's fantasy, like this All of it, powerful yes. bitchy, just hardcore bossy. <laughs> I don't think that's bossy, limited to gay men. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, yeah. Bossy woman, but just the it was every aspect of this film is like at 150%. The whole way through, all the acting, everything, even the way the cinematography, the music they choose, the costume, everything is just so heightened. It's like a melodrama in a way. Yes. But I fell in love with it. One, because there are so many one-liners and so many good (sighs) lines in this film. So It's so quotable. Yes, exactly, exactly. And yeah. the film, when it first came out, um, it didn't. It did. It actually did okay in the box office. It made thirty nine yeah. million off of a five million budget, but it won two Razzie Awards for worst film um, for Faye Dunaway. Faye Dunaway has said Faye Dunaway has said that this movie ruined her, her career. career. Yeah, yeah. It took her a long time to even talk about it or even. Mention and I it. get it, man, yeah. because when she because she says that no one was able to disassociate her from this character. Yeah. And I because that's how I think of Faye Dunaway I to this too, day. Yeah. I, that this is how I think of Faye Dunaway. People don't yeah. remember the two um the Tonys that she, or the Oscars yeah, she Oscar, won like for Chinatown. Net- Chinatown and then, the network and nobody um, cares. Bonnie and Clyde. Like nobody mm-hmm. remembers that. They just remember her from Mommy Dears as Joan Crawford. 
Two movies I, mean, I haven't seen, by the way. Oh, those are great movies. Are you serious? <laughs> well, Chinatown is disturbing Chinatown. as well, That's but it's yeah. a classic. But, but I me, do have I, to wonder, what? since you guys said that she was a nightmare on set, is that why it ruined her career? You know I what I mean? Like, it, I feel like it could have been an equal footing kind of thing. Like, but I think if she had just been like silently a douchebag, like a lot of actors are. Like Marlon yeah. Brando. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the fact that she's a woman, because we can go into yes. like the whole gender dynamics of that yeah. too, yes. but that's not for this podcast. Um, but I think also the fact that it was like, and especially at the time in the 80s, having a woman, like that scene where she's like, don't fuck with me, fellas. Wait, and I, you're have like, that. I have that. Hold on. Where is it? Where is it? Oh, where she's a. Uh... This ain't my first time at the rodeo. <laughs> I love that. Yes. But oh, you, you so know what's good. really funny is I was watching the second season of Dragula. Have you guys ever seen it? Yes, with the Belay Brothers, yeah. With the Belay Brothers. And the the second season opens with them dressed up as Joan Crawford yes. in a, yeah, and they do that. Yeah. Do you okay, this is completely off topic, but now that you brought it <laughs> up, Brit, do you do you prefer Dragula over RuPaul's Drag Race? Yes, I prefer Dragula. I, Cause I knew I, it. Yeah. I knew it. Because <laughs> it's the spookiness. Yeah, I can't wait till that, yeah. they come back for another season. But I know, me too. On the, but back topic. to yeah. <laughs> Mommy Dearest. The film for me, I think, it. I think the camp is what always has stuck with me, and mainly Faye Dunaway's performance and how over the top. That's why it's always resonated with me. This film, um, but it's surprising at how big of a cult following this movie has gotten over the years like, and how quotable it is you see it on all the t-shirts wire hangers all of that well and like back then like i mean i know it was the 80s but you weren't having a woman a strong woman sit in front of a room full of men especially this woman who had like cultivated this very like demure sort mm. of america's like sweetheart attitude and then you're like behind the scenes this is what she was like and she's like in a boardroom <laughs> like don't fuck with me fellas <laughs> but wasn't that such a great like now oh in 2020 God. like me too movement where i was just like yes queen amazing <laughs> yes. right um but everybody knows the iconic scene the wire hanger hanger scene from the movie yeah everybody everybody knows that do we have that producer rob can you play that please producer rob <laughs> oh that. i love this it's the drama no What's wire hangers doing in this closet when I told you no wire hangers ever? Work and work till I'm half dead, and I hear people saying she's getting old. What do I get? A daughter who cares as much about the beautiful dresses I give her. And she cares about me! So I actually, I read a little bit about why Joan Crawford was so anti-wire hanger. Really? Crease. So I guess <laughs> her um, mom worked for a dry cleaner at like a very difficult time in Joan's life. And I guess like she had a terrible relationship with her mother, but the wire hangers reminded her of being poor. And her mom oh. working at this dry cleaners. Isn't so that wild how that her. manifests? Yeah. yeah. 
I also read that Joan Crawford, when she first came to Hollywood very young, her mom or somebody made her get the back yes! of her, her teeth yes! taken out to make her, her jaw skinnier. Right? It, and it gives you, yeah, a lot of actresses did this. They had their back teeth taken out to give you the, um, oh, cheek, the, the sunken, sunken in, look. in look. Now I need to find a doctor who's going to do that for me. No. And that's also probably <laughs> why they were so hungry and cranky and that, and the pills the and the cigarettes and the alcohol. Yeah, she smoked well, and smoked and smoked oh and God. smoked all through the film and drank. So yeah. Tony. Yeah. Where were you? How old were you yeah. when you first saw this film? I think I was, I want to say I was probably around 20 or 21. And I remember it was, I want to say I watched it during a production of Hollow Dolly that I was doing. Oh. And, huh. Yeah. And two older queens introduced the film. I was going to say, was yeah. it a recommendation? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they introduced like, the film. You to that's a team. random Hello know, Dolly right? Joan Crawford. How much gear can you get? <laughs> I mean, if we're, we're talking Barbara Streisand, we're talking Hello Dolly, Mommy <laughs> Dear. I get it. I get the, the connection. Yeah. yeah. What is one of your favorite scenes in the film, Bryn, that always has stuck so, with you? The ice scene. The ice uh, at the beginning oh, the of the facial. film? The facial. The oh, facial. Like yes. all the crazy stuff. Because you know she really did that. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. All the crazy shit. They put like, um, what, like alcohol in their eyes to like make them whiter. Yeah. Like all the crazy shit that they did. That was, just, I remember that sticking with me and me thinking, like, would that work? And then I also <laughs> remember thinking, how cool that she has a refrigerator in her bathroom. Right? That was That's rad. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, the one thing I want to see if you guys had noticed this when you watch the film. So in the film, you see Christina and Christopher. Christina <laughs> never ages through the first part of the film, but Christopher does. <laughs> yeah. Do you it's notice very... that? It is the weirdest thing. Christina goes, Christina is eight years old the whole film. And then eight she's, years old. And then she's 25. Yeah. And then <laughs> she's like 25 playing 16. Playing 16. Yeah, exactly. And then she's like, but you, you see Christopher it. start off as a toddler, and then he, you see him all the way up to being what? Probably like nine or 10. And yeah. Christina's still nine or 10. Yeah. It's so just like, weird. We're not, we're invested in this actress, and we're only getting one tutor yeah, for this. Exactly. I mean, I would be too. The way that she delivers that, Jesus Christ. Right. It's so like give this child every actor child or the scene award in the or world. the scene where she brings in the, the drink. drinks and she's like yes mommy dearest and she's just like she's flirting Whoa. with the potential stepdad but so what's weird. so disturbing is that like Joan seems instead of like concerned she seems territorial like she's yeah. like bitch don't you I wrote a note but why are you so threatened by me <laughs> so <laughs> like also i'd be worried if i was worried that my guy would think that was uh hot i think like so yeah. much about joan crawford <laughs> and her emotions is a red flag Fair like enough. many reasons like the scene you know and i remember like what was also very impactful for me was the scene where joan walks in and christina is talking to her dollies oh yes and she's yes. emulating yes joan that threw so me then, for a loop and she's like acting like Joan. Mm -hmm. So then Joan takes away all of her dolls and her toys instead of like, and I was like, oh, this is going to be the moment when I originally saw it, 
when I was like, this will be the moment when she's like, oh shit, what am I doing? What am I doing to my daughter? And then she said, she's like, fuck you, bitch, (laughs) for making me confront myself. How dare you? No more toys. Yeah. (laughs) No more toys. I'm sending you away. Yes. (laughs) Did you know that Anne Bancroft was originally supposed to star in the film? I can see that. I can see that. Faye Dunaway. I found that interesting. That would have been an interesting choice. So, oh, this is a good idea. So by the end of this episode, think about it now, anybody listening and watching. If this was to be, if this film was to be remade now, how would you cast it with, who would you cast in the roles now? And we'll revisit this at the end of the episode because I'm curious. Um, Also, too, Faye Dunaway actually called um, Frank Frank Sinatra for help when she lost her voice from screaming No More Wire Hangers after so many takes. Do we know if he actually gave her advice? Yeah, don't do this film. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and and Bancroft obviously had the right idea. She was like, "Yeah, exactly." Like, no, thank you. <laughs> also, too, in Christina Crawford's autobiography, she said that the term that Joan Crawford made her call her "mommy dearest" was um, a term of enslavement. Is what it what it was, and that it took I, her like yeah. years and years to get over it. Over just those two words i found that interesting in the autobiography like a brainwashing yeah. well that makes sense i mean in the whole like dom sub world it's like yes sir yes what <laughs> yes ma'am with my whip <laughs> i know right yeah <laughs> well, I, I mean you can it's just why did she want a kid and i guess maybe that is like my um the common thread with which i always think this about my own mother why did you want children doesn't seem like you're very happy with them yeah like why did you have a kid why did you do this why did you want this exactly i think that's a big thing especially generationally Mm -hmm. like i can think that with a lot of you know moms from that i knew of my peers if not you know other family members where it's just like everyone kind of thought that that's what you had to do but yeah it was like why did you get kids because you wanted built-in fans and built-in love yeah Yeah. maybe so lena i want to get your take so this was the very very first time you've ever seen this film so how what was your initial (laughs) reaction because i know bryn and i came in watching this film again from a very nostalgic point of view and watching it because it meant a lot to us like when we had first watched it. So for you, watching it for the very, very first time, give us your take on it, because I'm very curious about this. Well, because it is so iconic with so many one-liners, like obviously I had an idea of what it was about. I knew the no more wire hangers, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, But the biggest thing watching it was I did not realize how bad it was. (laughs) I did not realize how much they were just like, yeah, we're putting it on film. And also this probably isn't the worst of the abuse because we're putting it on film. (laughs) And it's just like, that's confronting. Yeah. Big time. Like, holy shit. (laughs) What did you think of the acting? Like when you, was it what you expected? Um, Because as an actress, like how did you go in viewing it from an actor's point of view? Well, I, like I said, I was super impressed with the girl who played little girl, Christine. Yeah. Like, I was blown away. Like, even I feel like, you know, 
40 years later, that acting still holds up. Yeah. Like, I feel like that could still totally pass as acceptable child acting, especially the line, Jesus Christ. <laughs> she just said it so subtly, which is not how a child actor would say that. She said it like a 30 year old. Yeah, well, yeah, she, Wait, like, hold on, so you guys. Bryn, so is your mic down for some reason? You sound really quiet. I sound quiet? Yeah. Like your mic know. went down for some reason. If you Hold on. We're doing better? it live, folks. We're <laughs> doing it live! Sorry, guys. <laughs> is that better? Yeah, that's better. There we okay. go. Okay. But as an actress, Lena, was it like, did you go, wow, this is overacting? Uh, no, because I thought that this also might just have been how she was as a mother. Like, it <laughs> did not feel like it was that much overact. There, I will say the second half of act two of the film very much felt like a stage production. Yeah. Like, yeah. even the blocking, I felt like this looks like a set and the blocking as if I was seeing it on a stage. Okay. Um, so that felt very overdramatic. Um definitely the lighting the scenery the yeah. hair the makeup but i don't know i guess i kind of bought into faye dunaway's portrayal of the role because mm -hmm. it felt fitting like who it like you have to be that crazy to beat your child relentlessly with wire wire hangers you have to be that crazy to full on tackle and strangle your daughter in front of not only your housekeeper, but a reporter oh, who's writing a story oh, about so you and good. your wholesome family image. Like, and I have, I had no doubt that these events had actually happened. <laughs> please. Please. <laughs> yeah. So it, it felt, it, it, even if it may have been over the top and campy, it still felt like, it fit within the world of the movie and yeah. how extreme the abuse this child went through. Do you, Lena, do you, was it what you expected from all the hype and hearing everybody yes. talk about, especially Bryn and I talking about it as one Reading. of ours, as, as our, through our friendship, did it live up to that or was it what we had described to you? This was a movie I have to say that did live up to the hype. Um, it was as grand and over the top and fun and enjoyable, but horrifying all at the yeah. same time. Like, it, yeah, I would say this one definitely lives up to the hype. Did you, I, did you like it? Yes. Okay. Did you like, did you <laughs> like it? And I would it? recommend it. Did, did you like it better? Was it better than you thought it was? It was expecting. Um... I would, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Because um, I wasn't expecting it to be so brutal. So I feel like the fact that the brutality of it didn't totally turn me off meant they raised the level enough, wh whether it's in the camp or whatever, um, that I could ride the wave with the whole movie and not just be like, oh my God, I'm so overwhelmed with how disgusting yeah. this subject matter is and how reprehensible to know that someone, like, it felt like, uh, what do they call it? Like trauma porn or whatever. Like yeah. when you're just like watching something that's yeah. worse. Like a train wreck and you can't look away. Yeah, but worse almost, yeah. you know, like. Yeah. 
It just, so, it, it could have gone that way and it didn't. Exactly. So one of the other iconic scenes in this film that could po- possibly be triggering for somebody is the huge fight between Faye, Dun- or Faye Dunaway's character, Joan Crawford, and Christina when she comes Physical back. fight. Physical. Yes. Physical and did you know fight. And it that, goes on and, and on, on and on. And did you know in the, that the, girl, the woman who played Carol Ann, uh, Rotanya Alda, she during this scene when it was originally blocked, she kept getting hurt by Faye Dunaway because she was so in it that the version that you see in the film is a cut down version where she pretty much told the director like, "No, I'm not gonna have too much physical contact with Faye Dunaway Faye because Dunaway. she kept getting hurt during oh the thing." Oh my god! And her so, method acting. Exactly. How many uh, Pepsi's? How many Pepsi's do you think Faye Dunaway drank during the filming of Mommy Dear? <laughs> No, right. Or how much cocaine did she snort? A lot of well, cocaine. It was the yeah. 80s. <laughs> it was the 80s, you're right. But this is one of the most iconic scenes, and we're going to um, play it for you for you oh, yeah. guys. Yeah. So you can hear it. Oh, we'll talk a little bit about it. Oh, it's so good. I don't know what to do with you. But the overacting. Why not? She had to. I don't ask much from you, girl. Why can't you give me the respect that I'm entitled to? Why can't you treat me the way I would be treated by any stranger on the street? Because I am not one of your fans! Uh, uh. <laughs> We're all laughing. Oh my god. That scene it's, to me is just I just it's just I can't tell I can't stop looking. I can't stop looking when it starts. But and, and especially the in this I don't know why this part of that scene is always stuck in my head when Joan Crawford is on top of her and her like you just see her legs doing yeah. this. I don't know. Gosh. How is that scene for you, Bryn? Did that ever trigger you? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dropping some shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that scene, the scene where she um, makes her eat that same steak. Oh, where it's over. very bloody. And over. And over. Mm. Yeah. And over. And um, the scene where her little brother gets out of his straps on his bed okay i had a question about this why did she get strapped down i think he was a sleepwalker oh okay that makes sense so i don't think i think that they intentionally left that out of the movie because they wanted you to just think that joan crawford just strapped her kids down (laughs) so they didn't try to run away in the middle of the night yeah it would not surprise me honestly like if she was just like little kids need to stay in bed so there is, if you guys get a chance, go on YouTube and go to um, Danny D TV. He has a remix of Mommy Dearest Abba um, <laughs> remix. It is, it's like a six minute remix video and it's of Mommy Dearest to Abba's Mamma Mia. Yeah. It is amazing oh, if you I guys 
guys love that. Can I like go check idea. it out. It is so good. I was going to pull in and play it, but it's a six-minute clip. So I was like, oh, we don't got time for that. Yeah, but go check that out. It's really, really funny. Um, so, Jonesy, yes. your final thoughts on this film. Like, what did – just give us your overview and how – oh, this is a question I was going to ask before we get to that. How would your parents have reacted? Yes, to this? I was going to ask that. Yeah, yes. because what, what would mommy and daddy Jonesy? Think yeah, of? because for the audience, because you grew up very, right. very religious and very yeah. sheltered, so these types so, of movies were absolutely a big no. Yeah. Um, not only because of the drinking and the smoking, which automatically would have been a no. Really? Um, but yeah, oh yeah, um, the foul language, the using the Lord's name in vain. You know, the little girl saying Jesus Christ would have been it. If there was nothing else in the movie. <laughs> really? Absolutely. 110%. Much less the fact that it was about a mother abusing a child. <laughs> so remove all of the, the, that. Yeah. Yes. Still a big no. A um, big, big no. Big, 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 big no. Are you glad you watched this film and now it's part of your film repertoire of films that yes. you've seen? This is a movie I'm grateful for being introduced to. Yay. Can can we just talk about one thing though, really quickly? Yes. Like I need this to be addressed before we forget. Can we talk about the fact that Christina was on a soap opera and she got <gasps> sick and Joan Crawford. That made me so mad. I know. Honest to God, this is a real story. 60 year old Joan Crawford <laughs> took over her 27 year old daughter's role on a soap opera. Adopted while- daughter. Adopted so you daughter. can't even yeah. say that like they look oh, alike well, at all. Older, just you know, blur your eyes. They kind of look alike. No, they don't. <laughs> Legitimately, and people were just like, it, "There's so so people many." People were like, things. "Yeah, I we're buy like, it." Sure. Joan Crawford wants to do this. Sure, that she thought it was a good idea. Could you fucking imagine having an abusive, famous mom like that your whole life? Yeah. You're in the hospital and you wake up and she is doing your goddamn job on TV. I would kill as a, her as a yes. 27 year old woman, Jeez. and you see that you're like, can I have nothing? Yeah, can I have nothing? nothing. But who let this happen? What producer, director, like, how did anyone thought this will work? Yeah. Like, they're like, this is okay. This you know is what an I mean? honest to God thing that people greenlit. And they were like, <laughs> yes. They were like, yes, this will work perfect. There's a, there's a dude playing her husband that I. No, <laughs> that could be her like, son. Yes. It was the fiance. Because the oh, whole fiance, scene of yeah. is to, like talking about the wedding. Oh, and yeah, she's yeah, like, yeah. yeah, the wedding. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Oh, my God. I'm 60. <laughs> this but must I'm 25. Be, this must be addressed. Like, what? It's that the was same. Insane. Well, no, they had to balance it out because the first part of the film, they had the same actress that playing Christina yeah. all the way through. So they're <laughs> like, well, like Andrew, we like, got to balance it out the other half of the film. Let's make Joan Crawford 67. Honestly, like going 25. Everyone's ageless. Exactly. Going back to that, the only thing that messed me up there wasn't comparing the daughter and the little boy growing up, but was after she cut off her hair. And I'm like, okay, we're going to see either some time passing yeah. or the after effect of that brutal haircut. And then it was just like, nothing, full hair. Like, <laughs> they did were she like, have full hair again um, after that? Yes. 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 Yeah, the very like, next scene, full yeah. hair. I was like, 
I guess what? we're just supposed to understand that time has passed. <laughs> yes, or they, I guess. I guess like, if I was we got we've got one child actress and we've got one wig, and that is what's happening. <laughs> That's all we have in the budget. That's it. That's it. Or the only way to show time passing is watching the little boy in the background. <laughs> That's it. We're like, okay, he is five in this scene. So that means Christina would really be. Right. I don't know. Three years have passed. Yeah. <laughs> but Joan Crawford really, and Faye Dunaway, like Faye Dunaway really did look like her. Like, yes. She did a very, they did a good job with that. Did you know that Joan Crawford in real life was a Faye Dunaway fan? She I was did a real know that. fan of hers. Yeah. Yeah. I found that interesting. Even with, with the film and everything, she was a legit Faye Dunaway fan. So that was Faye Dunaway cool. was like, I'll make you roll in your grave, bitch. Well, <laughs> Faye Dunaway's big hang-up with the film was that there was too many director-type, too many what is cooks in the kitchen mm-hmm. that no. were having her overplay it, and then some of them were wanting her to underplay it. So she felt yeah. like she couldn't give good justice to the yeah to the character. The thing in the film that really disturbed me is the way it all ends with the the wheel, which really did happen. How Joan Crawford left Christina and um, Christopher nothing. nothing. What about the twins? They she did. Left, it, yeah, yeah, she left in them real life. They in got real something. Life. Yeah, they got. I think I if I remember right, they got seventy five thousand dollars each or that's something not, yeah. no it wasn't but, a I huge mean, amount and even like carol it, ann her secretary yeah, got something got in the will mm-hmm. yeah which can i just talk about that for a second because carol ann yeah. <laughs> no that was such a complace complicit woman i was yeah. so angry at her did like, you guys did you advocate? guys watch um feud the ryan murphy yes, yes. So in that TV show, um, Carol Ann, they called her, what is it, Mamacita? Mamacita, yeah. Yeah, and it was a different portrayal of that character. Completely different. Like they were like the loves of each other's lives. Like Exactly. Yeah. And then in um, Christina Crawford's book and on an interview she did with Larry King, she said that um, what really hurt her with not being in the will was Christopher because Christopher, I guess, could have used the money because he had, um, I went, think he was in Vietnam and he had suffered injuries. And so he wasn't able to work. And so that's what really hurt her was that Joan Crawford left him nothing. And according to her, he got even worse abuse than she did growing up with Joan wow. Crawford. Yeah. I mean, and he has said he's like, this movie is is not even a half of what happened. Yeah, like the twins say that it's not true. Exactly. Oh, that was my next question: was what was the twins' experience then? Well, there was another documentary that came out that kind of covered all of that, and the two twins they they were adopted and they had a completely different relationship with Joan Crawford. Like she loved them and they loved her, and they were like the prodigal children of hers where Christina and Christopher did not have that experience at all. But even the age difference between the twins and um, Christina and Christopher wasn't that much. It was like a four or five year difference. Yeah. It wasn't anything crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I always wonder what, what was it about Joan Crawford that made her hate her first two children so much? 
And they, I, and I think in the movie, they try and say that it's like a lot of stuff going on in her career. Like she's, you know, like her contract with MGM is up and she's like feeling not as fresh, but I mean, like even this thing where she like, for no reason tells, uh, Christina that she can't pay for her school anymore. So she has to be like a scholarship student and work and work. Yeah. And yeah, it's. I don't know. It's for me. I I still love the film. So I wanted to go go back to this. So now that we've all watched the film, and Bryn, last episode when we had talked about this film, we both gave it. I want to say you gave it an A minus or a B. I yeah, I think I gave it an A minus, and I gave it an A plus. Yeah. So now rewatching the film after all these years, how Better does that grade the same? Stay, okay, stay up. I, and I promise you guys, I took my nostalgia goggles off yeah. when I watched this movie. I will now give it an A+. Oh, your grade went up? I went up. up from my remembrance. Why? Because the commitment is so fucking hard. It really is. And, like, I just, I loved it. I am just like, I, and it made me emotional, and it made me cry, and it made me angry. <laughs> And I was like, fuck yes, Faye Dunaway. This isn't your first time at the rodeo. No. <laughs> yes. And I'm yeah. just like, yeah. Okay, what about you, Tony? What? Um, so I gave it an A plus last time because I love yeah. this movie. Didn't change for me. Still right, love it. Still, oh, I still, when I watch it, I just get like, I want to be Joan Crawford. Yes. I want to be that bitch. I just want to. I want a refrigerator in my bathroom. No, I want to wake up every morning just like with bandages and doing, and then have a whole routine. Oh yes, where I just like weirdly sweat on my back in a gray jumpsuit. (laughs) I love you when she's running with the car. Yeah, she's running so slowly in this scene. She's, but she's sweating so much. Sweating so much. She's running so slowly. It's those diet pills. Literally want to after the film grab a wire hanger and just beat producer rob just yeah. just because <laughs> and, and not in a kinky way <laughs> well maybe like... maybe a little bit <laughs> i know that's what me and rob did on the weekend i dressed up as joan crawford and he was christina and then oh my gosh. Like, no i'm totally kidding I'm totally my kidding. dream relationship <laughs> so jonesy lena how would you grade this film what are you going to give it as a grade since this is your first time at the rodeo with this film? yes and also the this being our first film i feel like it fits too i'm yeah. giving this an a plus yeah <laughs> so it all got an a so the grade i think if you're going if you've never seen this movie and you were a weird kid and you're sick and tired of people recommending movies to you that don't hold up this one is enjoyable it is traumatic but yeah. it is enjoyable <laughs> it is it still holds up it's still for yes. me i love the camp factor faye dunaway still kills it in it and uh, i just love all the visuals everything about it so i mean i would also say very much trigger warning <laughs> yes very much trigger warning. <laughs> yeah. to be kind to our <laughs> exactly. audience members who may be experiencing this for a first time yeah trigger but warning <laughs> speaking as someone who was triggered it, it can also be cathartic 
Yeah. I, I think this movie can. You got to work through it, you know? Exactly. Well, because Christine yeah. does wit. Like, I almost expected her to look directly into the camera after she, like, the guy the was area. like, you guys get nothing. And then the brother's like, oh, my gosh. And she did get the last word. And she's like, or did she? I almost wanted it to be, and like, so proper. Like, dun, dun, dun. She doesn't yeah. even say it once. It's like, or did she? And then it's like another one. Or did oh. she? Yeah. You know what I mean? But she never looked at the camera. Bobby, dear. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I know, me too. Um, <laughs> so this is a part of the show where we are going to pair what uh, what cocktail and what snack you should have with this film when you decide to watch it. Any suggestions from you two? Vodka on rocks. <laughs> yeah. Martini. I was going to like a very dry, martini. vermouth martini. Yeah. yeah. Yes, that's what you and what yeah. would you pair it with food? A martini and what? A raw steak. I was saying we said like steak carpaccio. Steak carpaccio, like carpaccio. would be perfect. Because that's enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> so a very dry martini and a steak carpaccio. That's what you should watch this film and yes. enjoy it with. I like that. <laughs> and if you have if you have a caftan, please wear a caftan while you're watching it. Like the one um Christina wore when when Joan goes to her apartment. I love it. I did too. And her director <sighs> chairs and everything. Yeah. I was also so proud of Christine. Like, look at you. You got your own little she space. She did it all on her she own. She did it all on your own. And oh. then your mom screwed it up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So if you guys were to recast this film now, if there was going to be a remake, who would you want to play Joan Crawford, Christina? Um, what other role in there? Is there those really two? like another those role? Those two. I mean, Who would you only, cast in those two, bro? I would say you could pick two different Christinas, like if you knew a child yeah. actor Christina and then yeah. an adult Christina. But yeah, I would limit it to those. Who would you guys cast if you were to recast this this movie for a remake? This is going to seem weird. <laughs> but I think for Joan Crawford, I would cast um, ooh, Jane Krasinski. Jane Krakowski? Not Jane Krakowski, Jane Krasinski. I don't know. What is she in? Jane um, from 30 Rock. Jane Krakowski. Is that Jane Krakowski? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh, I, interesting. Why? I just feel like she has the range for it okay. and the drama. And I feel like she would commit to it in a way that kept the sanctity of the camp. Oh, okay. Like she would okay. do it in a but she would do it in a real way, but in a way where she, cause I could see a lot of actresses. I'm getting real into it now. I could see a lot of actresses saying, you know what? I'm going to take this and I'm going to like rehabilitate it. And I'm going to make it the drama. It was supposed to be in this like view into a tortured mm. soul. Mm, and okay. I don't want that. I want <laughs> someone. Do you remember when Will Ferrell and um, Kristen Wiig did that lifetime movie? But they played it completely serious. The whole no, time. no. Oh my god, that we're doing that movie. Oh, we're gonna what do that. What film was this? Why does it sound familiar to me? It's like they did a legit lifetime movie about um, uh, a surrogate or a babysitter that tries oh. to kill Kristen Wiig and Will Ferrell. We can get into it later, but it is a legitimate <laughs> lifetime movie. It aired on Lifetime, and Will Ferrell and Kristen Wiig play it seriously the whole time. Well, but is it supposed nodding. to be tongue in cheek? No, it's just supposed to be a lifetime movie with Will. 
I don't trust okay. it. Okay, Bryn. <laughs> yeah, Bryn, yeah, yeah, who yeah. would you who would you cast as Christina? And I think for like college, high school Christina, yeah. Dakota Dakota Fanning. Oh, that's who I that's said. Really or good. her sister. Her sister, yeah. Or L. Because or, or depending on the age yeah. you're trying to portray. Okay. What about you guys? What about yeah, Jonesy? You go first. So I actually did think the Fanning sisters. All right. Um, and then I would have also chosen um, what was the girl who was the daughter on Mad Men, and then she was in Sabrina, the Netflix remake. Kiernan oh. Shipka. Yes, yeah, I feel like choice. if we were talking about this like 15 years ago, I know I'm probably going same setting, but I felt like she had the child actor range. She made drinks on Mad Men. Like yeah. I can see. It. Yes. She we... played she played Betty Davis's daughter in Feud. Yep. She did. And that might also have been some of the like yeah. thinking. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And then my Joan Crawford was actually um I was thinking Angelina Jolie. Ugh, really? No. Hate it. But okay, here's what, what I'm thinking. That is so not what I thought you were gonna say, Jonesy. Maleficent meets what was that really bad movie she did directed by Clint Eastwood? All where... of them. No. <laughs> changeling. You're thinking a changeling. Yes. So I was thinking like a Maleficent meets a changeling. Because I don't think Angelina Jolie always sucks. I think sometimes, and I feel like she would have a lot of like Hollywood parent angst. Yeah. Because she's John Voight's daughter, that she'd be like, oh, I know how to do this. <laughs> okay, that's a good, those are two yeah. very interesting. Very right different. I, what about you, Tony? Um, well, I loved Jessica Lange's version of Joan Crawford. Yes. So yes. it'd be interesting to see her actually do the film. Yeah. Um, who else? For Christina, I'm with you guys on the two actresses. The like, Fannings. We, yes, the Fannings. Or um, who else would be really good on it? The redhead from Game of Thrones. Put her in a blonde wig. Oh, she, I forget her name, but she yeah, might yeah, be yeah. really good. Sophie Turner. Sophie Turner. Yes. Yeah. That oh, I wasn't thinking her. I was thinking the Red Witch. I was like, that's an interesting <laughs> role. <laughs> she would be good. The Red Witch. Uh, wait, I would, would want to get like a really good, serious actress into the Joan Crawford, like a Meryl Streep type into Ooh. the Joan Crawford and see how they portray how they it. they do it. Do you know what oh, I mean? man. Yeah, mm. I do. Or pick mm. somebody like totally left field that nobody would expect. Like throw Bette Midler in there. Give her a reboot. Oh, right? I'd be very, very into that. <laughs> that would be interesting. I got Turn it into a musical. I know. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> no more. Hanger, hangers. Just be like this super dark Auntie Mame. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which Auntie Mame do you like, the Rosalind Russell or the Lucille Ball one? I like the Rosalind Russell See, one. See, I'm, I'm, I'm particularly that. You've seen yeah. that, Jonesy. Auntie Mame. No, Mame. Oh, you're the worst. Oh God. All right. Our entire lives, a life full of this. Right. We Sorry, guys. It it's gives you plenty of, of fodder. Yes. Yep. So now it is time for us to pick next week's film. And Bryn, this is your pick this week. You get <laughs> to pick the film. So go ahead. So you guys, I mean, you know, it's going to be I think I know horror. what it is. <laughs> it's going to be horror. Yay. Okay. So, what is it? 
I am thinking, Lena, have you seen Evil Dead? That's the one that's like a comedy, right? Yes. But then there's also some sequels. Yes, many yes. sequels. I know I've seen one of them. The original? I, I on it, I cannot tell you. So are you gonna do the original Evil Dead or the remake, Bryn? The 2013? I don't the... wanna do the I don't wanna do the remake. So the original. Or if we're on the fence about it, then let's just do traditional original Friday the thirteenth. <gasps> Have you ever seen any of the Friday the thirteenth? Jonesy? No, absolutely not. But I'm, we can go back to Evil Dead. No, but, now that I think about it, I don't want to do a comedy horror because um, we just did a camp. Let's yeah. do a straight up horror. Yeah, I agree with this. I agree. I'm looking for the, because I forgot to pull it before the show, the original movie poster so we can show Jonesy. Is this yes. Freddy Krueger? No, well, that's no, Nightmare no. on Elm Street. This is Jason. Well, wow, she got guy? that right. Yeah. 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 Or the Halloween guy, the Shatner no. mask. I don't no. know. The Halloween guy is from the movie Halloween. Oh. Um, but you are right. Right <laughs> franchise. Yes. yes. Okay. So this is the original movie poster, Jonesy. If you can see it. Hold on. Oh. Right what it's... do you think this movie is about? I know. Jonesy. I should have pulled it up. Ahead this of is. Time, oh, so this okay. is the. Invade your dreams, nightmare guy. Sure, yeah. we'll go with that. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, if that's, if what, that's you know. what you think yeah. it is. No, right. whatever you think. Whatever you, whatever think. you yeah. think it is. And then we're going to see if you're right next week. No! You guys just said this wasn't Freddy Krueger. Or did we? Okay, or did we? Well, you don't know. So this is Jason Voorhees. <laughs> I love when she tries to piece it <laughs> yeah, together. We're not we're not gonna give you, we're giving you nothing. What, what do you think this movie is about? Go. You have like uh, one minute. Go. Describe teenagers it. dying and in awful, bloody, gory ways, and probably because they had sex, and there's supposed to be some moral compass, but really there's really just a bunch of jumps and thrills and scares and stuff. Like every horror gore. movie from the 80s. Yeah, but I never saw any. <laughs> I know you didn't. You got saw no horror. I am super excited for this film, Bryn. That is a great I'm, pick. I'm so excited. I have very strong thoughts about <laughs> Friday the Thirteenth when I first I have, watched it. I have a very vivid memory of the first time you I do? watched Friday the Thirteenth. Oh yes. Oh, this. Is I'll tell you guys next episode. Yes, yeah. Oh, we sure. do have to hear real quickly your ratings of yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. In the so, day, Bryn, or at least what you think of as of now that you remember it. A plus. A plus. I'm yeah. gonna give it. Um, I'm gonna give it a solid B. Okay. And I say this because I re from what I re it's been a long time since I seen the movie. Um, from what I remember, it was really cheesy, and I didn't get that scared. So maybe that's why a B plus. I haven't seen it forever, so I'm really curious to revisit this film. Please God, please God, let it be cheesy and not scary. <laughs> it's gonna be horrible. <laughs> scary. It's gonna be terrible. <laughs> but you guys, that's our first episode Yay! of Film Yay! Springer. Yay! So Just we're done with that. Mommy Dearest. Um, you guys, you can follow us on Instagram at Film Springer, and we're Film Springer on Facebook. Give us a follow. Um, subscribe to the Who Invited Her channel so you can see this show every Thursday at eight o'clock. So we'll be here at Yay. eight o'clock next thursday talking about friday the 13th <laughs> i'm excited for that one
I'm not. Now you're going to love it. I'm so excited. Yes. You're going to hate it. You're going to hate it. <laughs> Thanks, friend. It's going to be a lot of fun, this this <laughs> film spring a journey with you, Jonesy. Yeah. But you guys, Jesus that is it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he ain't going to help you with this one. <laughs> I was trying to channel Christine. Christine. (laughs) All right, you guys, that is it for us. And we will see you next week. Bye.